Would you pick up your Bibles with me? Would you go to the book of Mark? The book of Mark, chapter 7. Book of Mark, chapter 7. I give high honor to your bishop and wife. So glad to have them in service today. And to Pastor and his wife and family. I esteem your leaders so highly. And God has given you Christian leaders. God has given you visionary leaders. And the future is so bright. I'm telling you, I was walking in last night and I was looking at the remodel and I was looking at the new sign and the new logo. And maybe it's maybe some of you have just gotten used to it, but I'm in awe. I am like a kid in a candy shop and I'm just I'm just excited and ecstatic about what God is. Is there anybody else that's excited about what God is doing among us? Amen. I'm just convinced if you live in this area, this is the church to be a part of. Because it's growing and it's alive and you just you just never know what's going to happen. The only thing predictable about this church is that there is nothing predictable. That's my kind of church. I don't, I, I don't want to go to a church where you just know everything that's going to happen and it's dry and it's dead and it's stale. I want to go to a church where it's alive and it's vibrant and it's moving. I want to go to church. If you don't make it in time, somebody might steal your favorite seat. Oh, man. Let's go to the word of the Lord. Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7. From thence Jesus arose and went to the borders of Tyre and Sidon. Mark 7, 24. Excuse me. Mark 7, 24. From thence Jesus arose and went into the borders of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered into a house and he would have no man know it. But he could not be hid for a certain woman, not a crowd, not, 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 not a group, one singular certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit. She heard of Jesus. She came and she fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation. And she begged, she besought Jesus that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. But Jesus said unto her, let the children first be filled, for it's not appropriate, it's not meat, it's not, it's not the time to take the children's bread and to cast it to the dogs. And she answered and said unto him, yes, Lord, you are correct. Yet even the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. He said unto her for this saying, go your way. The devil has gone out of your daughter. The, the other gospel account says it's as if Jesus steps back. He scratches his head and he, he, he says, I've not seen faith like this. He only says that two times in our Bible and both are to non-religious people. Uh-oh. Last verse, verse 30. And when she had come to her house, she found the devil gone out daughter laid upon the bed the other gospel account says that same hour she went home and something had taken place now i just believe in crazy faith so i i got a timer on my phone i've been going five minutes see i've already lost time and i hadn't even started preaching i've been going five minutes already but I got a timer on my phone for a second reason. Because I believe in the Holy Ghost. It's going to be said of a mama, of a daddy, of a husband, of a, oh, I feel it right now. It's going to be said of a teenager that same 
hour. I can't quite identify it. I can't quantify it. I can't compute it. I can't quite describe it. But something happened that same hour. And I believe God is big enough. God is bad enough. And God is boss enough. That while he's doing a work right here in you, in this house, he can be doing a work out there in your house. And when somebody leaves this service, you're not going home to the same environment, to the same hell, to the same... to the same attack that you left this morning. So I want you to turn to your neighbor and tell them that same hour. Right now I'm in this hour, but I'm going to leave and I'm going to point back at that same hour. I'm going to say at that same hour something happened. If you agree with me in the spirit, I don't want you just to hear me pray, but I want you to lift up your hand. I want you to lift up your voice. And would you help me pray right now? Would you just release God to do? Release God to do what he already wants to do in this house. God, I thank you for the spirit of faith. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for every single person that is here. Let the best gifts be in operation. Let your power fall. Let healing come. Let your spirit be poured out. In the name of Jesus, we declare it. We pray it right now. Would somebody say in the name of Jesus? Would somebody shout in the name of Jesus? Now I want you to clap your hands. Oh, somebody give him a great, a great ovation of praise. just a little louder just a little longer oh I feel him in this house right now God bless you and you can be seated she was from the wrong side of the tracks nothing in her life gave her privilege for a miracle Nothing in her life gave her special access to what she needed. She was denied before she had ever even woken up and taken a sip of Starbucks. Everything in her life had stood up, stared her down, and screamed no. Everything in her life had stared her down and said, it can happen for him, and it can happen for her, and it can happen for them. But it just can't happen for you. She was denied. And yet the Bible still tells us she still departed her house. I don't know what that does for you, but I can tell it. I can tell you what it does for me, because some of you are in this house and you're already waiting for God to do a miracle. You're already looking for where it's going to be. Can I tell you a miracle has already happened? 
Want to know what it is? You departed your house and you showed up on a Sunday morning and you said, I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I refuse to cry in my coffee. I refuse to stay in my corner. I refuse to hide in my house. She slams that door and now she's on a citywide mission for a stranger that she's never met, she's never talked to. And she's leaving based upon a possibility. Just if, maybe, just perhaps, something could happen. You see, I need to back up just a little bit and I need to notify you that I, because I, I, I'm not coming to preach to angels this morning. So I hope you left your halo at home, hung it up in your closet. Because I come to preach to real people that have real problems, that are under real attack. So I should back up and inform you, this lady was under attack. Hell had come to her house. Hell had come to her marriage. Hell had come to her children. And hell had come to her mind. And if you're not being attacked by hell, you can afford to go to service and go through the motions. And when you're not being attacked by vicious thoughts of doubt and fear, you can afford to go through the routine and the rhetoric of just another Sunday service. The Bible tells us that in reality, every single one of us are under attack. Why? Because you're living in the last days. The Bible says that in the last days, Wicked men and seducers, they would wax worse and worse. But yet I hear, the, I hear the psalmist David when he said, Well, I will yet praise thee more and more. So I just got to declare to some precious child of God on a Sunday morning, if the wickedness around you is getting worse and worse, the worship on the inside of you ought to become more and more. I know you're under attack. It's not time to pray less. It's time to pray more. It's not time to worship less. It's time to worship more. It's not time to give less. It's time to worship. You ought to, st you ought to tell the devil, uh, I'm not about to change anything. I'm going to do what I've always done, but I'm going to do it just a little more. I'm not going to stop worshiping. I'm not going to stop being faithful. But I'm about to be more faithful. I'm about to be more worshipful. I'm about to be more radical. You know what hell is afraid of? You don't need a new revelation. You don't need an angel come talk to you. Hell is just afraid that you're going to keep on doing what you've already been doing. So you, you face some attack and you come to pastor, you come to bishop, you, hey, help me, what, what do I need to do? And they say, oh, keep on praying, keep on worshiping. My God, that's not the answer. I need, what, I need to go to a spiritual guru. I need to go, I need to go look up a Facebook pastor. I, I got to go look up a viral YouTube video. I, I need a new revelation. And the devil wants you looking for something new to do. Because, uh, because if he... 
He's afraid if you keep on praying and you keep on worshiping and you keep on faith, it's not going to look shiny. It's not going to look revelatory, but it's powerful and it works. And you can't keep a praying man down. You can't keep a worshiping girl down. You can't keep a faithful family of God down. All right, I got to hurry. I got to hurry. All of a sudden, she's, she's, she's tearing the city upside down. Do you know where Jesus went? Did he take a left? Did he take a right? Did he stop by Walmart? Is he in Target? What aisle is he on? I, I got I to I find Jesus. Because when you're desperate, you realize that the CEO ain't going to do it. And the lawyer ain't going to do it. And connections can't do it. And mom and daddy can't do it. You say, I gotta get a hold of singer. You bet I want you to sound nice, but you better get me to Jesus. Pastor, I need you to help me, but I gotta get to Jesus. Evangelist, don't just give me five cute points and a fancy title. I gotta get a hold of Jesus. All of a sudden. There he is. There he is. She begins to get herself together. She begins to tidy herself up and she takes her Sunday selfie. Jesus and the disciples in the background. Hashtag about to get my miracle. Y'all laughing, but you took selfies at the club. Sometimes you just got to let the world know the new power you found and the new joy you found and the new forgiveness you found. And sometimes you just got to let the world know, I don't have it all figured out, but I'm at church and something's about to happen. Something's about to take place. Oh, I'm going to get drunk on God's presence. It's going to be wild. It's going to be crazy. And I'm going to leave with something that I didn't come with. Hey, 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 Jesus, Jesus, excuse me, hey, 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 right, 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 hey, 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 excuse me, Lord bless you, Lord bless you, hey, you ever notice desperate people don't follow protocol? You see, you see, you got... Let's hope this works. You got that crowd of cool people. They waltz, they waltz into the presence of God like all, all's good, all's great. And they're just there to enjoy the show. There's a light bulb missing over there. and Sister so-and-so didn't shake my hand five months ago. and I ain't looking that way. and Drummer's off beat and... Pastors preach some powerful messages, but he's missing it today. Lord, help him. And they walk out, and nothing's happened. <laughs> but then there's crazy people. They walk in. Can I sit here? Is it church time yet? Is it miracle time yet? I don't care that we're in the gym. I don't care if you've seen my favorite song. I'm about to be delivered. I'm about to be forgiven. 
God's about to help me. I've not come to preach to the cold people. I've come to preach to somebody with fire in their eyes that says, I've got to see Jesus. If that's you, I want you to clap your hands. Come on for 10 more seconds. Just clap your hands. Let heaven know I'm here. You can be seated. Hear me, I gotta hurry, I gotta hurry. All of a sudden, I'll take it. Y'all, y'all just pardon me a minute. Y'all doing good? It's called too much Chick-fil-A and not enough keto. She's desperate, but there's a problem. There's a group that's between her and Jesus. It's called the disciples. Hey, they're supposed to be all that. They're supposed to be spiritual. They're religious, and religious is code language for those that have been with Jesus the longest but need him the least. Oh, they know protocol. They know how to show up for service. They know the schedule, and... They come walking up to her, the SSS, the Secret Service of the Savior. They got their black suits on and their black Ray-Bans and their black earbuds. Thomas, we got a cray-cray woman over here to the left. 10-4, I'm about to help her out. Uh, ma'am, can we help you? Uh, ma'am, ma'am, we're in the middle of ceremony. We're in the middle of religious, religious routine. And you're messing it up. God forbid when a miracle is an interruption to the schedule. See, some of you don't know what that means. Because you're blessed to come to a church where miracles are on the schedule. Breakthrough is on the schedule. We don't care about protocol. If Jesus does not move, if he wants to move in the first song, the third song, in the announcements, in the message, at the end of the message, we just want him to move. Hey, disciples, I got this. Y'all, y'all watch me. Y'all, y'all. Hey, where'd she go? Hey. She's at the feet of Jesus. John, I thought you had her. I thought you had her. <laughs> um, in case you missed it, desperate people are dangerous. You ever try to tell somebody no who's desperate? You see, I don't need fresh batteries in my discernment to know who's desperate today. All I need to know is who has options. Because there's a lot of us that show up to service on a Sunday and we got options. 
Because you see, this little lady's got fire in her eyes, and she's got hell in her home, and she gets to the feet of Jesus and says, if it's not you, who's it going to be? If it's not now, when's it going to be? If it's not here, where's it going to be? I don't have another option. I don't have a plan B. Talking to somebody right now. She worships, she petitions Jesus, and it's just her moment, but Jesus just stands there. It's not now. It's not, it's not denial, but it's delay. And everybody's looking around, and she's still there, and all of a sudden, he looks at her, and he said, it's not appropriate, and it's not right, and it wouldn't be, it, it, it wouldn't be okay to give the bread that belongs to the children to the dogs. The youth group calls that a mic drop. What? Did Jesus just say that? Ten people probably left right there and gave Jesus a one-star review on Facebook. What? He, what? I want to share with you something. I want to share with you something. You see, I, I, uh, oh man, do I have time for this story? I'm going to tell you a quick story. I was uh, overseas spending some time with some friends and I was staying in their house for three months and they forgot to tell me that I was going to have a roommate, a four-legged terrorist. Walked out of my room the first day and their little foo-foo greeted me and welcomed me to their home and I'd stepped into a wet puddle without my socks or shoes. But I forgave him because I'm a Christian. And the next night I, I get ready to get dressed and he's marked his territory all across my clothes. So when my friend wasn't looking, I kicked him. And I asked God to forgive me because Christians get forgiveness. But hear me, hear me, I got to hurry. I, I said, oh God. Y'all glaring at me. All the dog lovers are glaring at me. I'm not a dog hater. I'm just not a dog lover. I had one pet growing up. It was a duck. It died. Long story. I never had another pet. If you got three hours and some tissues, I'll tell you after service. So I just, I'm awkward around pets. I'm not a, but I'm not a pet hater. And so that night, I, I, go, to, I go to sit down at dinner, and I, I'm ready to eat. I'm, I'm ready. There, there's food everywhere. And guess who shows up at my feet? <laughs> Uh, do you not know who I am? We have a history, and it's not very good. So the next night I came, the next night I came, the next night I came. And my friend said, don't give human food to the dog. It's not good for him. Well, I'm a Christian. And it's more blessed to give, Pastor, than it is to receive. So the next night I started giving him seconds and thirds and fourths out of the goodness of my heart. But I learned something about a dog. You can kick him, you can scream at him, you can ignore him. But if he smells something on the table, huh? he's more hungry than he is offended. Y'all missed it. 
I'm here to tell some of you it's not going to be devils and demons that stop you. Offense is going to stop you. But I hear the words of Jesus saying, Blessed are those that are not offended. Don't get hurt. Don't get bitter. Stay hungry. Some of you need me to say that again. You need to stay hungry. Stay hungry. Jesus looks around. Jesus looks around and she's still there. She's still there. She says, yeah, you're right. But even the dogs get the crumbs. Oh, oh my, you got to hear me, hear me, hear me. She's saying, Jesus, you come. You come with a banquet of blessing. You come with a banquet. I can't talk. Let's try that again. Y'all got got something weird over here. Weird signal on that side. She said, Jesus, you come with a banquet of blessing for your sons and your daughters. You Thank you. You come service after service with a banquet of blessing and a banquet of breakthrough and a banquet of healing. Bring it out. Bring it out. She said, but I, I, oh, that's, is anybody hungry? <laughs> I lost half of y'all. He said, the children first, they got to be filled. She said, you've given the children first, you've given them significance. You've given them first in line. You've given them VIP access. So, yeah, you can give the bread to the children. But I just want to let you know, they're not eating everything. They've gotten a little used to your miracles. They've gotten a little used to the supernatural. They've gotten a little used to your forgiveness. They've gotten a little used to how you've delivered them and how you set them free. And they've gotten a little delivered of prayer. And they've gotten, they, 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 they passed all that. They, they've seen you move and it's just another service. Just another revival. Just another harvest. Just another new year and another new vision. And it's just, it's just, it's, it's just church. It's just another time to be saved. It's just another time to be delivered. It's just another time to. And she said, Jesus, I'm not the VIP. It wasn't coming to me first. But all I want is what somebody else is wasting. I don't care if a miracle wasn't even meant for you. If you're desperate, if you're hungry, you can step into the house of God. You don't want your healing? Give it to me. You don't want your miracle? Give it to me. You're not desperate? I want it. I want to sit by someone carnal. I want to get. I want to sit by somebody who's used to church. Cause you know why? They're gonna say next service. I don't need it now, but I need it now. I need it now. I need it now. I need my breakthrough. 
Hear me be seated for just a moment. I'm almost done. Hear me. Oh, God. Someone asked me for a... Oh. He said, throw me a piece of bread before service. I'm a man of my word. You want a piece of bread? Here, you can have it. I want you to see what happens. Now, we got to... We got to... I want to... I want, I Goodness, I should plan this out more. Uh, who, I need the devil to help me again. Y'all, y'all give a hand for the devil. <laughs> I asked him if he could be the devil. This is a sharp-dressed devil. But most devils ain't ugly. That's another sermon. We'll, we'll, pre- that's, we'll preach on that later. So the devil is in this lady's home. He's come against her. I want you to help me. They're in the middle, right there. Can you help me? No, not you? Okay. Can you help me? Yeah, help me, help me, help me. So, you've come into this home, and you've taken her under arrest. You've you got to be mean. You, you're under arrest. You're under arrest. Don't be too mean. And, uh, Can you help me out? Can you help me out? But you come into the house of God and you're praying and you're believing and you you could have stayed at home worrying and crying and hiding in your house. But you came to the house of bread. I said you came to the house of bread and you weren't perfect. You didn't have... Now, I want you to watch. Help me, help me, help me. Don't get in the spirit too much. Help me. All right. Hey, we got a, we got a plan here. Okay, okay, okay. We, we got to make them think that we practiced this, but we didn't. So I want you to pick up a crumb. Now let her go. Now drop the crumb. Arrest her. Pick up the crumb. Let her go. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. Pick up the crumb. Now pick it up. Pick it up. Let her go. Oh, they see? Wow, that was quick. We're going to do it one more time. Drop the crumb. Arrest her. Now slowly pick up the crumb. Oh, not yet. Pick it up. Let her go. Whenever you get your hands on something in this house, hell has to let go of something in your house. When does he let go? When you pick it up. You know why I jump? You know why I worship? Because I gotta get my hands. I gotta get my hands on something heavenly so that something hellish will have to let go. I wish you'd stand to your feet and for 10 seconds, I wish you'd worship. I wish you'd praise. I wish you'd get a hold of something. Come on, just another moment. Get your hands on some worship. Get your hands on some freedom. Get your hands on some boldness. Come on, just another moment longer. Just another moment longer.
Hear me right now. I don't care what you're facing. I don't care what you're dealing with. Someone's getting ready to happen right now. Say, someone's getting ready to happen right now. Uh, can we just lift up our hands for just a moment right now? If you have the Holy Ghost, would you just let it out for just a moment? I'm telling you, people are about to get the Holy Ghost. People are about to be healed. People are about to be delivered in just a moment. I need somebody to reach out right now. I need somebody to reach out right now. I want you to put your hands down for just a moment. We're getting ready to pray very quickly. and We're getting ready to move very quickly because God's here and he wants to do it now. Jesus said if an earthly father, if, if an earthly father comes to his child and his child comes to him and says, Hey, I need some bread. Will that earthly father look at him and say, Here's a stone. Here's a scorpion. No. How much more will your heavenly father pour out the spirit on those that ask? So we're not just going to have an altar call where we come and pray and we weep and there's a time for that. We're getting ready to ask God for some stuff. I don't think everyone heard me. I said we're getting ready to ask God for some stuff. So we're we're about to get really specific. We're not trying to structure the spirit out. We're not trying to make everything black and white and so-so. But we're about to get specific with God right now. We could come up and we could pray and we could cry we could shout. But we're about to get specific with God right now. If you came into this house this morning and you, you need a healing in your body. You've got pain in your body. I don't care if it's a migraine. I don't care if it's your pinky uh, finger. I don't, I, I don't care if it's a disease you've been dealing with for years. You've got pain. In, some, maybe you have a cyst. Maybe you have some hearing issues. You've you got, you, you got pain. You've got disease in your body. I want you just to raise your hand to heaven right now. Would you do that? I want you to raise it high. It's not for a preacher to see. It's not for a pastor or bishop to see. This is for God to see. We're showing God. We're asking God. We're petitioning God right now. You can put your hands down for just a moment. Now, if you're in this house and you've ever received the gift of the Holy Ghost, you've ever spoken in tongues at any point in your life, I want you just to raise your hand for just a moment. I want you just to raise your hand for just a moment. Keep it up. If you've ever received the Holy Ghost, if you've ever spoken in tongues, I want you to keep it up. Number one, Because you're a testimony. Because there's people in this room today, you're looking around and you're saying, I don't have the Holy Ghost. I've never spoken in tongues yet. But you're about to today. Keep those hands raised. If God can feel him and God can feel her and God can feel them, don't tell me God can't feel you. Now keep your hand lifted for just a a few seconds longer. You're getting tired. I've got to remind you under the unction of the Spirit. 
you didn't just get the Holy Ghost, you still have the Holy Ghost. Some of you didn't remind hell this morning. You need to remind hell every morning. I woke up with the Holy Ghost and I'm going to go to bed with the Holy Ghost. You can put your hands down for just a moment. Now, if you're in this house and you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost yet, you've never spoken in tongues yet, I got really good news for you. You're in not just a church, but you're among a family. You're among brothers and sisters, and most importantly, you're among your heavenly Father. So if you happen to be here and you have never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, you have never spoken in tongues, well, this is what God wants to do in a minute. God wants to fill everybody in this house. I said God wants to fill everybody with His Spirit. So some people are going to get it again. They're going to get renewed. And then there's some of us that we're going to get it for the very first time. If that's you, you've never spoken in tongues before, I want you to do something really bold. I want you to do something really brave because you're among family. You've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost. You've never spoken in tongues yet, but you want to today. I want you just to raise your hand at me. Would you do that? I want you just to raise your hand at me. You've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost. I want you to raise your hand for just a moment. Just a moment. I want you to hear me right now. For every hand. Church, let's give them a hand. I'm sorry. We want to give you a hand. Now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask everybody to step out from where they are. And I'm going to ask you to step into this altar. But if you just raise your hand, I want you to beat everybody. And I want you at the front. If you just raise your hand, I want you at the front. I want you at the front. I want you, come on church, let's give them a hand. I want you at the front. I want you having special access. Church, would you step into the aisle? Saints of God, would you step into the aisle? Brothers and sisters, would you step into the aisle? We're getting ready to pray. We're getting ready to go home. We're getting ready to come back for service tonight. But God's about to do something special right now. I said, God's about to do something special right now. You, you, you make your way to the front, brother. Let's make some room for him. I want every, people are coming in behind. Come on in. Come on in. Oh, I feel Jesus right now. Come on, that's it. Press in, press in. It's a little different. It's a little tight, but this is exciting. People are still coming. I want everyone to have a chance that wants to come. Now, who's going to get the Holy Ghost today? Who does God want to fill with the Holy Ghost today? Every hand ought to go up. Every hand ought to go up. God wants to fill everybody. I said God wants to fill everybody. Believers are getting ready to help me pray. Ministers are getting ready to help me pray. This is what we're going to do. It's not going to be hard. It's not going to be complicated. It's going to be so simple, you're going to think it's too simple. This is what we're about to do right now. Every single one of us from the back to the front, side to side, we're going to ask the Lord to forgive us. We're going to say, God, forgive me. God, cleanse me. God, I don't want any fear. I don't want any doubt. I don't want condemnation. I don't want any junk in my life. And you know what the Bible says? The Bible says he's faithful to forgive 
and he's ready to forgive. Faithfulness, what's that? That's consistency. What's ready? That's urgency. That means God was in this altar before you ever got here. That means God's been waiting all morning for this moment. Can I be honest with you? He's been waiting longer this, than this morning. He's been waiting all week. He's been waiting all month. He's been waiting for years. Yeah. Let's just break it down. He's been waiting our whole life for this moment. Oh, I need a bigger amen. I said he's been waiting our whole life. So there's people in this house, God wants to heal your body. There's people in this house, God wants to renew you. There's people in this house that God wants to fill you for the very first time. This is what we're going to do. We're going to lift up our hands. Why do we lift up our hands? It's a sign of surrender. Now don't pray yet. I want you to hear me. Look at me. When we lift up our hands, it's not just a sign of surrender. It's a sign to receive. And when we lift up our hands, what else are we going to do? We're going to lift up our head. We're not going to hold our head down. We're not going to hold our hands down. That's fear. We're going to lift up our hands and our head in faith, in boldness, knowing God wants to help us. God wants to heal us. God wants to give us His Spirit. Now hear me right now. Hear me. This is so easy. We're going to ask the Lord to forgive us. We're going to lift up our hands. We're going to lift up our head. But hear me right now. This is so crucial. Hear me. We're going to transition from forgiveness to worship. Because you know what? We don't have to beg God. We don't have to twist His arm. We just have to ask. We don't have to pry His Spirit. We have to just receive His Spirit. So we're going to begin to worship. After we've asked the Lord to forgive us, we're going to begin to worship. What does that mean? God, I love you. God, I worship you. That, no, no, no. Oh, God, could you ever forgive me? God, I, 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 I'm not good enough. I'm unworthy. No, 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 no. God, I love you. God, I worship you. God, I praise you. I thank you for the Holy Ghost. I thank you for your love. And I'm going to let you know what's going to happen. I'm going to begin to pray the prayer of faith. I'm going to begin to pray with authority. And at the end of that prayer, I'm not going to say nothing magical, but I am going to say something powerful. I'm not going to say your name, and I'm not going to say my name, but I'm going to say the name that is above every name. I'm going to say in the name of Jesus. Ooh, I already feel it. Hear me. And when I say Jesus, everybody in this house, you're going to shout Jesus. Let's just practice. On the count of three, I just want you to say Jesus. One, two, three. Jesus! Now, if that's how you say it, I wonder how you shout it. When I say Jesus, we are going to shout Jesus as loud as we can. Now, here's what's going to happen. When you shout Jesus, you're going to feel his presence that's moving all around you. It's going to come on the inside of you. And when you say Jesus, your tongue's going to want to move. It's going to want to speak sounds you don't understand. And you have a decision. You can open your eyes. You can shut your mouth. You can hold it all in. You can go back to English or Spanish or whatever your native language is. Or you can do what everybody else is going to do. When you shout Jesus, don't go back into English. Don't go back into Spanish. You begin to speak those sounds. And like a river, God's spirit is going to overflow out of you. And you're never going to be this. 
you're never going to be the same. I said, you're never going to be the same again. And you're going to go home and say, it was that easy. That same hour, God healed me. That same hour, God. Are you ready? (laughs) I want us to lift up our hands all across this house. Ministers, get ready. Believers, get ready. I want you to lift up your head. I want you to close your eyes. We're going to begin to ask the Lord to forgive us all across this house. Come on, I see it out loud. God, I love you. God, I want you to forgive me. God, I want you to wash me. God, I surrender my past to you. I surrender my present to you. I surrender my future to you. I don't want the condemnation. God, I don't want the guilt. God, I don't want the sin. God, I don't want the mistakes defining my life. I want your love. I want your mercy. I want your grace. Come on, that's it. You're doing it for just a moment longer. Oh, that's it. Open up your heart. Open up your heart. Open up your heart. God, I pour out myself to you. Come on, that's it. Come on, that's it. Come on, that's it. Come on, that's it it for just a moment. I feel his love here. I feel his grace here. Come on, that's it. Now somebody begin to transition to worship right now. Somebody begin to transition to worship right now. God, I love you. God, I worship you. God, I praise you. Come on, that's it. Somebody help me, church. Help me, church. Begin to worship him. Begin to praise him. Come on, that's it. Come on, that's it. It's getting ready to fall right now. It's getting ready to fall right now. By the power of the word and the authority of the name, I release the Holy Ghost to fall right now in the name, in the name of Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the. Come on, I see it. Receive the Holy Ghost. Ministers, help me pray. Believers, help me pray. Come on, all across this house. All across this house. Somebody's already received the Holy Ghost. Somebody's already received the Holy Ghost. Come on, those of you in the back, help me pray. Stretch your hands forward. Lift up your voice right now. Lift up your voice right now. Upon me to eat upon us. They stumbled and 